Hello everybody and welcome back to, I think we're going to rename the podcast immediately, episode 2 and I'm renaming it. Fair uh, enough. It's not going to be the Snowco podcast, it's now the Snow and Co podcast. In case, nice. In case we get guests. That's uh, that's great. Welcome listeners and viewers to the Snow and Co podcast with uh, me and Brandon here. Uh, we hope oh. you're having a nice day. We do. Uh, yeah, uh, it's going to be a good one. In fact, uh, again, it's mandatory that you have a nice day. It is absolutely mandatory. It's uh, like, good morning, say it back. Uh, yeah. Except instead of good morning, it's have a nice day. Have a nice day or else. <laughs> or else. <laughs> or else you won't uh, ever yeah. again. Uh, we hope you enjoyed the last episode. It was an absolute blast uh, to uh, create and, uh, and talk with you, Brandon, uh, about oh, films kind. and films and films. Yeah, and that was yeah. It. That was the entire episode basically. Congratulations! No, we, you just watched, you just watched episode one. Yeah, you. Did, that's a recap. <laughs> I mean, we did we did briefly cover Robert Downey Jr.'s drug addiction and and mental health. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, and that and that and, as well. And mental yeah. health. Yeah. Although although brief, um, I felt like it was it was needed to be said, and it was a, an ode to the Jingle Jam, which is uh, which is over. Uh, by the time this recording will go out, and uh, we're recording some of these in storage. Um, so Jingle Jam will definitely be over, but uh, I hope they did well. They they definitely raised a lot of money. Uh, for good yeah, calls. it was great. More credit to them. Good good streams. Good uh, good times. But yeah, Brandon, I want to talk to you because I have an itch uh, that I need to scratch. Okay. The long-awaited release of CD Projekt Red's hit game, Cyberpunk uh, yes. twenty seventy-seven. Has That's actually the one. released for the we, we I, I I was fully expecting it to be delayed again, but it no, it's here. I've played it, and I'm loving it. It's a fucking blast. Now I will tell you, the reviews were correct. It's buggy. It's <laughs> well, yeah, definitely it was pushed back four times, wasn't it? So definitely, it's it should have been pushed back again. I feel like if they pushed it back again, they would have been able to finalize everything, but. You run the risk of, hey, it's delayed again. Let's cancel. It's not going to release. Yeah. So, um, but no, it's it's bugs that aren't necessarily game breaking. At least from my experience, I know people with HDR have had terrible experiences, and uh, the optimization could definitely be improved. It doesn't run as it should, personally. Yeah. But well, that's that's um. The, isn't that mainly last gen games? Last it doesn't run on last gen consoles. I'll, That's I'll, I'll be fully honest. It doesn't. I don't think it should have released on it personally. I yeah. still think it should have been next gen and PC, and that's it. PC that's coming first because even on next gen consoles, there isn't a next day patch until twenty twenty one. So it's not yeah. utilizing its hardware. Um, uh, but no, the game itself is glorious. the The world feels so fucking incredible. It feels bigger than GTA's map. Uh, I really? don't know if it is. I don't know if it is. I can't remember the exact size. I don't know if someone's matched them. But like in terms of like when you're standing in the city and then you just drive off into like uh, the outskirts and it's just like a like a, a desert. Up. Yeah, the wasteland. And like there's, there's there's like a few like little hot spots of towns and like some gangs over there and you can see the big neon lights in the city, and you've only been driving like two, three minutes. Like you 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 feel the world is massive like. You can go inside of every fucking room, and there's a, like an interactable or a guy to speak to, 
and there's so many side quests and obviously oh. Keanu Reeves is in it he plays a really good character the most important part the literal only important thing everything prior to what you just said useless didn't fucking listen. garbage didn't care no Keanu Reeves you have my attention but no this is the thing he does because he has the second most spoken lines in the fucking game <laughs> brilliant he's, he's literally uh, essentially the main the character main yeah yeah <laughs> basically no, the I, I haven't finished the main story yet. Uh, I've been doing some side quests as well as the main story, and the game is phenomenal. The glitches... Well, yeah, I, think. I think if you get a game like um, Cyberpunk, or like, let's take Skyrim as another example, yeah, or, like Skyrim and Witcher. or Fallout New Vegas, or The Witcher, yeah. yeah. If you don't play side quests, what are you playing that game for? <laughs> Why are you doing this not- game? You, the, the game, like, like with Cyberpunk, you can definitely tell if you want to get the most out of the game, you can fully build like uh, relationships and like a trust within these characters to unlock dialogue options. And uh, playing through the side missions feel extremely well crafted. Like some of them are a bit generic. Like, oh wow, the guy you hate has been kidnapped, and you still want to save him. Uh, let's let's go somehow. do it. Yeah, like. Um, Shit like that, but then there is some stuff that you wouldn't expect, and um, it's still obviously in the in the wacky world of uh, cyberpunk themed uh, uh, things. Yeah, your sci-fi, your sci-fi sort of genre. Sci-fi mixed with modern reality. Uh, it looks cool as hell, like especially like all the cyberware and everything. They they did they they did a really good job, just iron out a few things and fucking hell, it'll be so good. Yeah, I mean. The 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 bugginess it's it doesn't really surprise anyone I don't no, think. No, I think I think it's kind of unexpected. Like Witcher Three's launch was really bad uh, in terms of bugs. There was a lot of hard crashes. Uh, fucking Geralt's horse was the, the most cursed thing since Skyrim's <laughs> horses. Uh, and and that's like if you talk about Skyrim, Bethesda was on another level with what they put in that game. Some some fucking. <sighs> Run it above 60? Oh, nah, you, know, nah. it's great when you can position your horse on, on a rock in Skyrim and all of a sudden it becomes a trans-dimensional being. <laughs> um, it's, you know, it's really... The, the thing that got <laughs> really me sounds... was the game engine... I guess it was 2011 when it was released, so this made sense, but anything run if it ran above 60, the game would freak out. And I, I played it on stream. Uh, when I first started streaming, I was playing it on stream. I forgot to cap it at 60. And I didn't, I didn't clock in that the game was forcefully stuck at sixty. So you know when it goes through, hey, you're finally awake, and it, it goes through that cinematic. Mm. It's not cinematic. It's like it's part of like the skit. It's part of like the game, and it's just he says, hey, you're finally awake. The horse just dies immediately for me. It <laughs> dies, fades through the world. The cart then flips out, does yep. loads of fucking turns. It's yep. unplayable until you cap it at 60. And even then, it's not exactly a smooth ride. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I have a clip on my, on my Twitch. Um, uh, Twitch.tv slash Snowversio. Uh, you'll be Hashtag able to... <laughs> uh, there is a clip of me uh, describing the scene. And you can, you can view it and view my reaction to it. Uh, Wait, there's a clip of you describing the scene? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> There's a clip of the scene I just described. Um, but no, uh, yeah. Uh, a game like Cyberpunk, an RPG, massive open world. Uh, if you're expecting it, yes, okay, the game was in development for seven, eight years. But 
you know, fucking the amount of detail and thought and like everything they've put into it. I mean, what T posing characters and some NPCs are a little delayed on their actions. That's not exactly bad. That's like that's like a best case scenario. Yeah, it's ain't like Skyrim where the fucking you position your car on a curb and it just fucking could do whatever it wants. <laughs> like there, yep. there, there, there is still it's definitely it's a it's a sturdy game. It's you can play the whole thing. I've only had one major issue, and it's the first I've seen ever. It crashes my monitors. Oh, I, I have I have two monitors, and I was playing the game. I don't know. Like I, I was playing the game, and uh, I was doing a thing, and um, there was like some lighting effects going on, and then both my monitors like did the bit of static, cut to black, the power LED went off, and then turned on and like forcefully restarted themselves, and like mm. by the time they tuned back in, the game had crashed. Hmm. And I haven't been able to recreate the error since, but like, like it was it was a very weird experience. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen a game or a Windows program fucking crash both monitors and not the PC. Yeah. Definitely weird, but yeah. That's, um, that's, yeah, that's a new one. I've never heard yeah. that either. Other than that, game's been fucking phenomenal so far. I recommend uh, you check it out if you haven't already, or uh, watch it on Twitch if you don't want to, if you hesitate on buying it. Uh, the, the reviews are without a day one patch, so quite a bit of stuff was patched in. Not everything, as 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 with patches. Yeah, I mean reviews on games aren't really reliable I, anymore. I, I, I don't, don't think, think they ever have been. To I be honest, I honestly, well, the thing is, these reviews were given a copy of Cyberpunk, and but they were denied the day one patch, which contains what every game should—a fucking shit ton of fixes, optimization, and all yeah. this stuff. Yeah. And, if you're giving reviewers a, an unfinished copy that is buggy and as hell, them to review it, I don't yeah. know what you expect. Yeah. Like, still, sure. even with that copy, IGN scored it 9 out of 10, got 91 on Metacritic. It was like 10 out of 10, 9 out of 10 for most reviewers. Yep. And the, the yep. only thing they complained about was the bugs. And I'm like, well, if you've given them this patch or delayed to it and fair, fixed all these, let, there wouldn't be that many like negatives. Let, Let's be honest, though. If they're still with a bugged copy of Cyberpunk, still giving it nines, like yeah, this is this is they had they had fifty hours they had fifty hours with the game that like they had to meet a minimum of fifty hours before they could write review, and uh, they couldn't record any of their own gameplay, just whatever the trailers had shown them. So it was like fair enough. They could go into spoilers if they wanted. Oh wait, no, no, it was a spoiler-free review. Um, so they obviously they, they could only talk about like the main stuff you'd see in the trailers and then the gameplay and how it performed. That was it. Yeah, yeah. Like the kind of a bits of the open world. Um, but uh, the reviews, I I wouldn't go off the reviews. You, it's it's like uh, it's like with a book. You you have to read it in order to actually know if you're gonna like it or not. Like you can, yeah. it's one thing to read the blurb, and then there's one thing to read a review about the book, and there's another thing to read the book yourself. But yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I, mean, I guess it's. <sighs> I think I, I think video games, um, in general, especially the the review um, websites and you know uh, officials, uh, IGN and you know PC Gamer and all them, mm -hmm. that the respect in general from the gaming community towards those as valid sources has really gone down. Yeah, it's like... It, uh, yeah. Just a prime example in most recent history 
um, which is which is hotly contested, um, and probably still is amongst some circles, is uh, Last of Us Two. Oh well, I mean, the Game Awards, as times of recording, was released, and Last of Us Two won Game of the Year. Yeah. Well, and again, uh, uh, everyone expected this, whether it won or not. There was a fifty-fifty split. People saying, "Oh, the Game Awards is rigged if it won," or "Ah, oh, Last of Us Two was robbed." That's yeah. all I'm hearing now across social media, saying Last of Us Two deserved it, and then others saying other games were robbed of their title because Last of Us, was trash. It it wasn't that good of a game, uh, in my opinion. I've not really been a fan of Naughty Dog's games. Um, I, I just didn't see the enjoyment of them. Um, like yeah, like graphically and story wise, they did something good, but it, there wasn't that kind of feel of the game. Um, and and yeah, like it won hell of a lot of uh, awards, a lot of awards which should have gone to other games. Um, I think Hades was one of them. Uh, the art direction in that Hades didn't win that. And mm. I don't know if you played Hades. Um, I it's am. a fucking great game. The art in it, in it is fucking... Uh, it's incredible. I love the art style for it so much. And it yeah. should have won best art. If it didn't win best soundtrack or anything like that, it should have won art. And I know it didn't. And, and that's a shame. And Yeah. yeah. I mean, Last of Us 2, I don't think, personally, it shouldn't have won Game of the Year. Uh, I mean, was... from from my perspective, uh, I, d I didn't play it, so I can't pass judgment. But I, heard, I, I did watch the dumpster fire that was the Twitter row that started yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Um, and that was enough to convince me on its own that this game is very divisive. Uh, like, forget what I thought about it. Forget what... Because I didn't play it, do you know what I mean? But yeah. it's... Um, <laughs> if you can... At one point, the uh, reviews from you know, companies like IGN and PC Gamer and what have you, were 90-something percent. Like, they were they were, they were, were cream of the crop. Like, yeah, like this creme de la creme. Really perfect, right? The user reviews were 50%. Yeah. Like, the mediocre see, you, at best. You see this a lot with films. Like, it's like the most recent... Uh, the Star Wars Episode Nine. The, the reviews, like movie critics... Put it at like 70, 80, 90 percent, loving it. User reviews is about 18 percent, it's a massive decrease, and it just goes to show you can't really trust reviewers anymore because uh, everyone's definitely got a lot different personality. Like, I guess you could say, and this is going to sound very, very weird, uh, yeah, in, in like the olden days when reviewers were kind of more respected and you had these people watching like thousands of films a week. Um, uh, writing out so many reviews for the for this article, people read them. It was very generic. Like everyone back then, kind of operated the same. It was all everyone had kind of the same mindset. And now, because of the internet and there's you know there's a million things you can do in the world. You can have a job in literally anything. Um, you know, people kind of expressing their opinions more. And I don't think reviewers are. Or should be continuing as they should. Uh, reviewers are not in the best mindset, and you can't have a rev like, you can have as many reviewers as you can, but there will still be people that disagree after reading the review. 
yeah that's just that's just human nature humans are not designed to to work together in in terms of opinions and mindset no because if you agree with the review then you have a similar mind to them if you have a different view or opinions on that review then you're going to go completely negative and against it and you could be in that like very small one percent where you see the best of both worlds and you're like yeah the review was bad but the game is good in these aspects yeah but there is no reviewer that does that they do pros and cons but good news doesn't sell bad news sells so if you're going to slam off one of the most highly anticipated game releases you're going to get that review clicked on so many fucking times it'll reach the yeah, top that's true. news that's true however however a, a good point to mention is that if a review company slates a triple a title especially like the last of us or cd project red um you know the cyberpunk an, an anticipated game if they slate it and um it's even if it's just even if it's justified if they slate it they are blacklisted like it's it's allegedly like this has happened on multiple um like older review sites that were honest in their reviews and what have you they're blacklisted from you know companies to have them review have their game copy yeah, yeah. So, so yeah in their best interest to give yeah, a decent review yeah you kind of feel like they're going to be uh talk leaning towards the company side and and, and all like that uh, yeah it's like it's, a side point like yeah I, I don't think it, like it's being review bond on Steam right now. A lot of users are, have like 0.3 hours in and saying the game's shit. It's buggy as hell, and like you see the people with proper reviews. Like if you have 25 hours and you put a negative review, that's understandable. You've actually played half of the game. Well, it's it's definitely not half, but you've at least experienced a good portion of the game to make a review. If you've played 0.3 to 0.7 hours, less less than two hours. You are not entitled to be making a review that should be posted at the top of the review list, like on yeah. Steam. Like that is that that like you see this person with 0.2 product, uh, to 0.2 hours, and the product's been refunded. Yeah, and they're complaining about like, oh, the graphics look shit. Couldn't rebind my keys and all that. Um, yeah, and it's got like fucking 700 people found this helpful. Yeah, this this man barely did the tutorial. He he didn't get through the prologue. Like yeah. you can't trust him. You're looking at a very very scripted part of the game that is working on a single path. It's not even close to what the open world aspect is like, and and, and the the whole judgment and uh, the massive experience when you get yeah. into the game. Uh, and it, and it's the same with like Skyrim. Like the very tutorial bit is very scripted, and like there's so much you can do before it kills you off. Uh, until you reach the open world, and same with, and it's the same with um, with Fallout Four. It's a very scripted start, and if you're slating the game on a scripted start, where you basically are only going to do what the game tells you to until you have free roam over everything, mm-hmm. don't make a fucking review. Don't buy the game. Yeah. That, that's yeah. that you shouldn't be making a review based on a, a thirty-minute fucking playthrough. That's yeah, well, it's like time. it's like um, it's like I played The Witcher Three. Uh, and I I say I played The Witcher Three. I played about an hour of The Witcher mm-hmm. Three, and um, again, no, very, a very scripted yeah, start. Yeah, no, no discredit to CD Projekt Red, um, because obviously people 
people love The Witcher Three. They they love The Witcher series, mm-hmm. and I can respect that. But I didn't I didn't enjoy it, and that's fine. But I didn't tell everyone how much I didn't enjoy yeah, it. Do you know you what I mean? You didn't slate it off on Steam with a negative review. I didn't slate it because yeah. I thought it, this just you know it's not yeah. my cup of tea. I, like I think if there's uh, to be fair though. If there is genuine, if the game's unplayable, even if it's in the tutorial end, like because of technical difficulties, I still, I feel, I still think that warrants. Yeah, but the thing reporting. is, with Cyberpunk, the game, yes, it has its optimization issues, but it's not to the point where it's unplayable. Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Uh, uh, I, don't, I can't remember what game it is. I want to say. Uh, Skyrim's beta phase or uh, Fallout's beta, Fallout New Vegas's uh, release. Mm-hmm. Um, the very start was so unoptimized, a lot of players couldn't get through the first bit. Like it was laggy as hell, stuff wouldn't spawn. That is the definition of unplayable. You're referring to, you're referring, you're referring to Fallout 76, aren't you? Um,. Yeah, I, I think I think New Vegas was a culprit of something, but oh I, yeah, New Vegas had technical issues because it was yeah, that it had a lot of technical issues. But it was like with Fallout, like you got to a certain point and it would like in the beta, it was a seventy gig download. You got to a certain point in the game, you click turn in, the game would crash and it would delete your game files. This was yeah. an actual bug. That is a technical issue which warrants a negative review. Yeah, like. No matter how far through the game you've gotten, that is a very serious issue. And I can understand if you're leaving a review for that. But the tutorial for Cyberpunk was not something that is technically that demanding. Worries, that worries yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not uh, something that, like, I'm sh- yes, people are saying they lied about the specs, but uh, the specs automatically are set to high mm. or ultra. Like, yeah. they, they don't auto-set to medium or low. You have to manually change it, which is a bit misleading. And yeah. Very kind of. I want to say scummy, but it doesn't seem that far ahead. Yeah. It's still uh, it's something they shouldn't have done, and the game is not unplayable in the tutorial. You can get through the tutorial just fine. I didn't have a single nice. glitch. Unless you the play glitch I had uh, last gen. <laughs> well, yeah, last gen. Last gen's a different story. The game was not supposed to run very clearly on last gen. Yeah, they, but they really did anyway. They started it on last gen, and then next gen came out, and they realized. The uh, oh, like, fuck, we need to optimize yeah, it. like holy shit, let's delete last gen and do next gen. Yeah, that's basically what they did. Um, yeah, I, I think yeah. Uh, well, they've, been, <laughs> they've been making this game for seven years, haven't they? The original teaser trailer was 2013. That's the one, yeah, it's fucking crazy. No. Uh, it's it that is that is genuinely oh. an interesting choice. And and you you've got to give them some credit where it's due. Like, I I can respect that they've pushed it back. To be honest, for um so long for four times was it now? Mm. Um, because if they'd have released it when they said they were going to release it, uh, the it would have been... the game would be in an unplayable state. You'd be looking at Fallout seventy six. Yeah, definitely. level. And they've got a, another year to make multiplayer work right, and I guarantee you... That's two years. Because because of Corona, they've had to delay all the, the... The DLC was meant to come the end of this year. It's now 2021, and the multiplayer is 2022, as far as we know. Oh, really? Yeah, which is... And, yeah. and you know what? 
you know what? It still won't be perfect when it comes out. It's still going to be yeah. a fucking... It's like GTA Online when that first exactly. came out. Exactly. GTA Online when it first came out was a fucking shit show. It was. was no anti-cheat. There was a lot of glitches. It didn't really work it as well. Work. The servers were abysmal. I don't think they had one. Yeah. They, yeah, they were, they every, were game, every game launches with the issues. Uh, I just don't feel... I feel like Cyberpunk shouldn't be getting the review bomb it is. Uh, yeah, you can say negative things about the game, but unless you have, like, at least 10 hours, I'm not going to read your review. I mean... Like, I, I don't think anyone should read your review if you have less than 10 hours. Because in a game as vast and detailed as Cyberpunk, you really have to look at the game before making a decision. Yeah, but... I, I think anything above, like, 7 hours is good enough. Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, I, 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 I'm not attached to it, so I guess from a completely unbiased sense, I see where you're coming from in in the way that it is a um, the genre of game which it fits into means you should probably play the game and give it more consideration. It's not like playing Call of Duty for an hour where you can go, yes, this game either works or yeah. it it doesn't. This is fun or it isn't fun. Mm-hmm. It the game like cyberpunk or fallout new vegas is a game where you have to consider story aspects and the writing and, and character and, yeah development. like the, your, the, how the character responds to stuff and the, the core gameplay yeah, definitely but at the, at the same time i think um if if your game is buggy then you you can still be criticized for it do you know what i mean like there yeah, is warranted to be criticized because the thing is i'd i'd respect them even more like i still respect cd project red for pushing it back and pushing it back and pushing it back because it just wasn't ready or covid was in the way i can respect that and for the people who were giving death threats and stuff to the staff for delaying the game like get a grip yeah like Um, it was not right um like i i'd prefer my triple a title games to come out and be perfect or near enough to perfect as they can be um then have them either rushed or like they feel you know right like feel rushed you know, like yeah. having like the time crunches that some of the cd project red staff members were on where they're doing 100 hour weeks yeah, the thing is, this is kind of a sore spot because people are saying, well, why did you crunch? Because they have been crunching for half of the year mm. uh, in 2020 with the pandemic. And obviously, the pandemic has definitely had its effect on how the game was d- developed. Uh, a lot of games uh, have as well. Assassin's Creed Valhalla had a lot of bugs when it launched with the open world. Um, Destiny 2 had its most bugs ever since launch. Uh, yeah. Watchdog Legion fell off the map. No one remembers that game came out this year. Um, uh, it's definitely been tough working from home and then launching. You got to think if you're a CG Project Red developer, you're making, you're, you're, you're developing your part of the game or your team, and the, the guys are coming in and saying we delayed it four times. It's releasing this year. You're crunching. You got to, you got to get it released in a good enough state. And you know there are certain issues that are going to take time and time to fix, and you're now under the pressure of. The boss needs it out. It's the mm. most anticipated game since 2013, and the entire world is waiting for another delay. And you've got to you've got to cheer them up. And so yeah, the game doesn't feel rushed. Um, uh, but a lot of people are saying it should have been delayed, and I agree. It should have been delayed. And yeah, delayed even further. It should have been delayed further, no matter what they said. But 
the game is still in a, a a solid state. You would you would almost call it finished. Yeah. And, no, yeah. I mean, yeah. I I haven't seen enough to comment really on how finished no. it is. It's not I finished. mean, you go on Twitch, it's all you can see. It's it's literally everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm sh- I'm sure it is. I just I haven't been about it yeah. a lot. And I'm sure when this comes out, um <laughs> they've probably fixed a lot of the issues to be fair. Yeah. I uh, uh, I, re- I reckon Ugh. As of as of recording this, um, it's it's just an in- interesting point that they, they, they should have really pushed it back. Yeah, they uh, they definitely should have. It's um, yeah, they should have, in my opinion, they they should have uh, just pushed it back a bit more, polished it out. But yeah, uh, I mean the crunches as well. I don't. I'd never think it's right for a company to crunch on its employees. Yeah, it's I it, mean, it's it's yeah. Yes, okay. the, a lot Sam, of gaming companies have come under under flight for that. Yeah, Rockstar especially was the first company to kind of have okay, this is kind of wrong. Uh, when they were crunching for Red Dead Two, they were crunching insane numbers. Yeah. Uh, so insane that like people like the Sun and and, and Washington Post really picked up about it, and uh, there was yeah, a whole like. Funny, it was like cancel culture and Rockstar. They were they, they were yeah. trying to like get him off. And <laughs> to be fair, Rockstar have nearly been cancelled many times. <laughs> they they've been in the run with like tax evasion and shit for ages. Like well, it's, it's not even like that. Do you remember um, it was San Andreas and the hot coffee mod and that oh, sort of fuck yeah. Oh, yeah, they've had so much shit. Uh, poor Rockstar, but here they are releasing their biggest GTA update ever, and the graphics will still look questionable on certain items. <sighs> and still no GTA Six. Well, what can you expect? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't think it will come out next year. Yeah. I don't. I don't think it'll come out the year after either. No, to be I honest, they make way too much money from GTA Online for any of that to have a priority. This year in GTA Online was one of their most profitable years in the entire GTA release. I'm sure it probably was. Like, fuck me. Yeah, um, no, stupid. I, I, I fully... Um, I, I don't think uh, game companies should crunch. Uh, the people who make Hades, they force their employees to take vacations. They didn't crunch once. Uh, really? They didn't set a release date until all the devs were certain the game was in a good state. And the game is phenomenal. It won many uh, kind of smaller stage awards. Uh, it's overwhelmingly positive on Steam. Everyone enjoys it. And the Game Awards didn't really show it because obviously all these big AAA titles were listed alongside it. And Hades, you could class as an indie game, technically. It's made by a relatively small company. Mm. There's not a lot of games that the company has made that are well known. There's a select few. And... Um, uh, yeah, uh, without Hades is a good example of a game that can be made with no crunches, and because obviously, if your employees are happy, your product is going to be made with happiness. If that makes yeah. sense, it's going to be yeah. made with a higher morale, and so they're eager to get the work done. If you're crunching and forcing employees to do sixteen-hour days and hundred-hour weeks, and they're sitting there staring at the screen and mindless amounts of code and graphics and animations all to get it working in one order to make a, a solid open world storytelling game that's a lot that's a lot and obviously yeah. th- that will t- completely decline in your health you're mentally you probably won't sleep right and 
Uh, you might... you're not doing your best work either, are you? Let's yeah. be honest. You're not gonna you're not gonna be doing your best work. You're, gonna, you're probably gonna have a, a long uh, 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 like div uh, anxiety will probably start developing alongside you, and then mm. you, you start getting death threats because the games had to be delayed. <laughs> yeah, you like, start getting death threats you, you from angry neckbeards, it, and it's like, holy shit! Right, why do I really even bother? What you're treating the people who are trying to make a game as good as they can for you, and you're yeah. gonna tell them to fucking like. Just it's 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 a yeah. Bad state. Angry angry neckbeards are like a force of nature. They're like earthquakes or um, forest fires or tsunamis. Oh, angry neckbeards can topple nations. You've just reminded me. There was a man. I don't I don't know if you've seen this on the, on Twitter or on social media. There was there was a man. He is the first human in the world to be uh, surgically implanted with fins. Uh, fins fins F -I -N -S. like a fish yeah like like fish fins <laughs> they okay. are implanted onto the side of his head i'll actually i'll get a photo for you <laughs> the side of his head yeah uh, okay human right i'm gonna do this incognito actually because google <laughs> are you <laughs> why is it is the um mi uh, mi5 agent sat outside in the okay, bank and has looked He had fins, like, uh, surgically put in the side of his head. Yeah. Um, and uh, they kind of... They, they, it was weird. Like, he claims himself as, as transgender, which is, like... Yeah, like, good yeah, for him. That, that's fine. Good for you. Yeah, good, cool. Go be a member of society. You're doing great. Having fins, good. Uh, they had to fly. Cool, question mark. He's cool. an artist. Uh, apparently, okay. he's blind. Apparently he's blind. What uh, do yeah, you mean according apparently? To, uh, according to the article, he's a blind artist, which oh okay, uh, good for him. Yeah, cool. Um, they had to fly a Japanese surgeon uh, to do these fins uh, into the side, okay. into this guy's head. Uh, he's a Brit, a Spanish British artist. He was from Spain, moved to Britain to do art, and then left and back to Spain. Okay. And um, his next plan, <laughs> this is what you reminded me of, is yeah. to get seismic sensors uh, implanted into his feet so he can feel earthquakes in countries that don't necessarily experience them, such as like United Kingdom and uh, kind of anywhere above the equator. Oh. Which is... <laughs> oh. I mean... Okay. It's a very weird thing, isn't it? I mean, like seismic sense. Let's be on. Okay, let's be fucking real for a second. That's very cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It's fucking biased. Those fins. If I could be, he's basically. Oh my god, he's basically trying to be Toph. Like, is it Toph? Toph. Toph from Avatar: The Last Airbender. You know the ones who can fucking see. She's blind, but she can see because of her seismic sense and her earthbending. Oh yeah, yeah. Like That's basically what he's trying to do. Yeah. Um. That's cool, but also with fish fins. Yeah, it, it, like drilled into the side of his head. I can't find the article. <laughs> drilled. What? 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 However, they I'm do it. I'm sorry. I don't more think. Well, I don't think they're that. just gonna glue on some fins. There's gonna be some like <laughs> like locking mechanism holding it there. What do you mean? What? Uh, That's fucking crazy. That is truly crazy. I'm trying to find locking mechanism. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. 
this is him, right? This is copy image, right? If you check your Discord, that is the, the artist. The, this is the article. A man who claims to identify as trans species has had two fins implanted into his skull. What? Um, he doesn't feel as though he's completely human. The 24-year-old has had two 500-gram silicone fins, which he designed, surgically attached to either side of his head. Uh, he claims wow. the fins are connected to a microchip which allow him to hear atmospheric pressure, humidity, and changes in temperature. Really? Um, yeah. Uh, he said, skin area sore, I remove the fins to sleep and bathe. I'm used to people looking at me in the street, but the truth is it doesn't bother me. He's used to people looking at him in the street? Maybe he isn't blind. Maybe, I was uh, maybe blind. he's definitely not <laughs> blind. <laughs> Colour blindness. <laughs> That was where it was. I missed out colour. The Spanish-born British artist was born without total colour blindness. He had, oh. he had it implanted into the top of his skull, allowing him to feel and hear colours in the form of audible vibrations inside his head. This man is playing oh. cyberpunk reality? <laughs> Seismic sensors, and now he can hear and feel colour? Hmm. But yeah, that photo in Discord, that's him and, and, and his ears. Uh, sorry, his, yeah, his, fins. Um, his fins. Thank you. His also, fins, I really, this might be morbid. Uh, I really want to know what happens if you flick them. <laughs> Is that bad? I mean, you can take them out. So I'm assuming that like there's like a little. They're not slot. sensitive. Yeah, I'm sure. But you if you like... can feel atmospheric pressure, like they must be really sensitive, surely. Yeah. Uh, yeah well, well, I don't know. I, I don't know the guy. Can't we we you. need to we need to find answers. Get a contact immediately. In, in, those those in the comments. Please, <laughs> Hook us up. we need answers. Uh, but no, I thought like you you said earthquake, and it just reminded me of this article I read, and I was like, well, I wasn't read, I was showing it to it in college, and I was just like, where do you get this stuff? <laughs> like, good on the guy. For yeah, literally, like being able to feel uh, fish atmospheric vi like uh, humidity and, and and getting fins which allow him to hear colors and and stuff, but like. <sighs> Yeah. How deep in the internet did you go? How deep into Reddit did you scroll? You know what? For sure. For it's, sure. Yeah. It, it, yeah. That, it was a very interesting that's, article. That's crazy. It, it, it is crazy. It's... it's. <sighs> Speaking of natural disasters, <laughs> <laughs> um, I was talking to a friend at college um, okay. about uh, how the earth is formed. And honestly, yeah, I have some... Real here concerns. Here, here we go. Here we go. I have some concerns. All right. What's your concerns? Um, Are you a flat earther? No. 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 That's not. That's not Earth at all. Okay. We can. Carry okay. On. So if you take the Earth mm -hmm. and you look at it from like a macro scale, right. you've got the core, the Earth's mm -hmm. core, which is yeah. just the angry. Bit. Right. <laughs> okay. Just, so you've got the angry. angry. Yeah. Very angry. Very hot. Very very shitty down there. Uh -huh. Very angry. Um, then you've got thousands and thousands and thousands of miles worth of just stone and rock and earth. Earth, literally. Um, yeah. But somehow, through all of that, the, the, the angry bit still peeks through onto the surface. First of all, what the fuck's that about? That's out of order, don't you think? Second of all... First of all, know your fucking place. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're the angry bit. You stay in the middle. Why are you, like... Come on, get a grip. Why are you fucking spewing out everywhere in the, the pimples of the planet? What, you also, volcanoes? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> also, 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 why 
okay, the crusty bit that we're familiar with, the right. tectonic plates that make up the crust of the earth. The shit we build on, right? Yes, all of that. Small blanket of grass, by the way. Um, it's not even a blanket. It's more of like a carpet. It's uh, yeah, yeah a carpet thick, is probably a, a better rug. description. Not even a thick rock. It's not even that thick in the grand context of things. It's barely anything. <laughs> in it's terms might of space, fucking that lint. shit's dust, thin. Dust worth of grass. Anyway, the crusty bit. <laughs> all it takes is just for those two, like two plates, to just shift. Annihilation, death everywhere. Little, yeah. Tsunamis, cascading, Pompeii, yeah, but like disaster-like situations, yeah, but, oh. and all because that crusty bit decides to go boop and shift just a little bit. <laughs> Don't want to be there anymore. Exactly. It just decides to be a crusty fucker, and that's it, man. That's it. That's death on a widespread scale. <laughs> I don't think it's on, to be quite honest. Yeah, it's, but it's, it's like, a shit design. It's like our sun. If our sun moved like a couple miles away from where it was, the Earth would freeze over. Yes, yes. Like fully, the Earth would literally turn into Pluto, frozen, gone. That's it. Life yeah, would dead, freeze. Deaded. Everything. All, the, would all freeze. life deaded. No, that life allowed. Yeah. Not here. Do you want to, I was Not today. Do you want to, I was watching? Uh, we'll get back to you in a second, but I was watching a video the other day, and it was titled, What Would Happen If The Earth Suddenly Stopped? And ah, yes. That was, <laughs> yeah, v the, the world is spinning in, it's like 25,000 miles a second. It's, some, it's ridiculously fast, but we don't know it. It's how our clouds move and, and, and shit like that. Yeah, super fast. And th they said, well, what would happen if, if the world just stopped spinning and it just stayed still? And they said, well, the entire force of how fast you'd be travelling would hit you at once. So literal cities would fly across really quick. And let's say out of sheer miracle, because you're a fucking superhuman, you are able to withstand this. You, yeah. you are seeing your city being blown away, and like ground is being teared up. Well, what second is, because you are staying in a single position and you're not moving... The entirety of the sun's ultraviolet rays are on you immediately. Like you're not shifting <laughs> yeah. away, so you are burning to a crisp incredibly quick. And yep. because there's no uh, spinning, there's no atmospheric pressure or something to do with clouds. And this is a bit I forget because it gets very technical. But mm -hmm. clouds just aren't fucking there. There's nothing to keep them. No there. clouds. No other than, clouds other than rain, and the rain needs to be uh, something about the Earth's spin allows clouds to be formed at great lengths. There isn't any fucking clouds now. So it is literally just you and the sun and uh, the entirety of inertia acting on you immediately. Ah, good. If the Earth just decided to stop. And it's like, what? Wh how do we stop this? What if the Earth stops? I'm scared. <laughs> please, please <laughs> stop this. Please. No, it's, it's, it it's really incredible to see how our Earth works. And um, I think SpaceX is doing a great fucking job right now. Did you... Uh, yeah. Did you watch the launch they did the other day? I didn't. I didn't. Okay. The launch uh, is the same rocket they used to send the two men to the space station the other month. The same rocket. Okay. That, that's how good SpaceX has become. They are able to reuse an entire reuse rocket within like two, yeah. three months. Yeah. Both I mean, even condoms haven't, haven't discovered that yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty fucking yeah. big discovery. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, the two boosters that sent it up, they uh, they were both landed, like they went up in the air, jettisoned, came back down, slowed down midair, orientated, and then landed in perfect yep. condition with with mm -hmm. fuel to spare. Yeah. So they're they're reusable instantly, and 
they're doing an incredible job of making space travel a lot cheaper. Because in the fucking 60s, you had one rocket, it would go up, it would explode in space, and then they'd <laughs> yeah. be off to the moon, and then NASA would be like, right, good job, that's 60 million down the drain, now make another one. Yeah, and, let's and, do it again. The SpaceX, like, okay, yeah, it's costing like 200 million to fund this thing, but like, you can use it for quite a long time. This, yeah. this is the same rocket carrying a payload that carried two humans up. Yeah. The exact same thing. All reusable. All all recyclable. And yeah. it's it's just it, it's incredible to see what SpaceX has become technologically. Like if if you haven't already, go and watch SpaceX's successful uh, booster landing. It's absolutely incredible to think of the technology that went into it to make it fall at such a speed, slow down, rotate and able to land on a small pad in the ship out in the middle of the Atlantic. While waves are happening on it and the ship's rocking, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. it's so fucking cool to witness. In all honesty, and yeah, yeah. Which, which was it? Um, what was the aeronautical disaster? Um, which Apollo was it? Uh, the one that just fucking blew up. Oh, in space. I mean, there was a few. There was a few that just well, fucking blew up, but a bunch of people died. You had Apollo thirteen. No one died, but that was a disaster in space. And yeah. then. Uh, you had Apollo 1, the very first one, where the they were doing a test run and the cabin door uh, locked through and there was a fire that burst out and it killed all of them inside the cabin. Horrific, horrific death. Yeah. Um. So you had Apollo 1, then Apollo 13, and then you had the space shuttle uh, disaster, which was known as Challenger. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Netflix did a series on this, kind of discovering into it, and this was where NASA kind of was replaced by SpaceX at this point. Like, after watching it... After the Challenger. Yeah. Well, no, not after Challenger. SpaceX wasn't formed for ages, but I I always dug for NASA. I was like, oh, well, SpaceX isn't doing anything that major. And then I watched the Challenger documentary, and I was like, do you know what? SpaceX kind of seems better in the light. But Mm. NASA was doing some dodgy shit back when Challenger launched. Yeah. Well, for any of you who don't know, because this was a while back, back in 1970, 1980... It was it was sometime back back in the seventies to eighties. Challenger was a rocket that carried the uh, the the space shuttle, uh, which was a commercial uh, shuttle that was able to transport uh, people into space to do tests. Uh, and this shuttle was special because it was full of uh, ethnic people who were obviously in that time not able to do uh, as as good things as as normal white people would. And uh, it was it was good to see it. There was a teacher on board, which was the first civilian, like, non-scientist, um, no specialised background training uh, person who was going to be taking uh, into this flight. Mm. And the flight was going up. It launched. Uh, it was amazing. Everyone was really happy. And it was kind of a big front to NASA going, hey, we can send a teacher into space. This this is how far we've achieved. Yeah. And then about 45% of the way up, something catastrophic happened. There was a a, a massive engine failure and the entire ship uh, blew up and killed all of them. Yeah. The ship, the actual shuttle itself... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. The the actual shuttle wasn't recovered for quite a while. When they did, all of the astronauts were still in the seats. Uh, like burnt to a crisp and then obviously they sunk in the ocean so pressure had laid on them uh, it was really horrific and it was a major blow to NASA and the documentary 
it goes into detail of the disaster itself. And there was these engineers the night before the launch, engineers for, who designed the engine said, listen, the O-ring, which seals the, the, the bit between the rocket fuel and the actual oxygen, is loose and it corrodes in especially in cold weather and they launched it in very very cold weather there was icicles coming off the launch pad uh the night before so it was all it would the, the damage was it was just irresponsible by yeah, everyone involved it was completely basically. irresponsible the engineers all of them outright said do not launch yeah and nasa said do you have how about i do proof? anyway they, said, they basically said do you have any solid proof and because they only had the one thing nasa didn't count it as enough so they launched anyway. After the crash, they got an investigation by Reagan. Um, so yeah, was it Reagan like, himself? No, but he, launched, <laughs> he 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 kind of oversaw the investigation. Yeah, had people like uh, Richard Feynman, brilliant physicist. He kind of went yeah. into it, and he exposed NASA to covering up the uh, O-ring incident, which was Ooh, the, the entire NASA kind of disregarded it and said. Yeah, we don't know what it is. And then Feynman was like, well, do you know? Well, you do a bit, mate. Yeah, Yeah. were you informed about this? And he goes, I I remember a conversation. He goes, did they tell you not to launch? He goes, yes. And he's like, so why did you launch? And then he's just like, no comment. Well, uh, about that. NASA was becoming really scummy back then. And and it's because they didn't want to stop the space missions. And they were losing public interest. And this was... This because of this teacher and uh, everything it represented. Yeah, it was a big deal for them. So they wanted to launch no matter what. And well, it ended really badly, and it was a horrible event. Yeah, it was a horrible disaster. But Definitely. here's the thing, right? Um, you know, originally, uh, Sesame Street was very popular at the time. Mm-hmm. This will become relevant. Um, <laughs> they <laughs> they initially. Um, we're going to send Big Bird onto the Challenger and send Big Bird into space. And then someone went, why the fuck are we sending Big Bird into space? And then, no, 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 no. They were going to, and this was covered in the documentary. His costume wouldn't be able to fit in the. Yeah, exactly. Like we can't fit. It's fucking Big Bird. Choose someone else. Fuck that. Let's get rid of Big Bird. What a stupid idea. I, I just, I find it somewhat morbidly amusing that in an alternate timeline, Big Bird is one of the casualties of one of the biggest aeronautical disasters that, honestly, <laughs> of, of all time. In an alternate and timeline, you just hear Big the news, Bird is a Big tragic... Bird has fucking blown away. <laughs> Big Bird is fucking dead. He's f- that, honestly. It, and it, not it, only it, that, that was on live television. Literally, yeah. Like, <laughs> Oh my god, that would have been so funny. <laughs> Can if you it, imagine the death was, of a thousand childhoods all simultaneously? Being, the thing is, they couldn't do Sesame Street again. They were like, oh fuck, <laughs> Big Bird's fucking dead. <laughs> Can you imagine the fucking funeral on Sesame Street? Oh, that is fucking brilliant. Oh, oh that, that is actually hilariously funny. <laughs> it's uh, terrible. I mean, yeah, the, also, also, just a point I picked out when you were describing the Challenger. Um, <laughs> just nitpick, because I know people will definitely have picked up on it. Mm. You were talking about the um, the ethnic diversity and the things it represented. Uh-huh. You also went normal white people. 
Okay, <laughs> which well, you said. Well, 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 you see, the thing is, this was the, the 70s, so obviously white yeah. people were, like, fairly dominant in most jobs. Yeah, yeah, no, I get I get uh, the uh, message, like but it's the way you said normal white people, and I was like, I'm going to call him money later, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know what I mean. The message was still conveyed. It's yeah. just the, um, <laughs> the uh, exact vocabulary in which it was conveyed <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that made it um, an interesting point of note. God, wow. Uh. <laughs> what is it? Uh, uh, sweating. Uh, all yeah, of I'm going to do a NASA and just say no comment. Uh, no, uh, I, I didn't yeah, mean it like that. It I, 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 was fine. Kind of, I, was having a, I was having a bit of a ramble. Uh, I was trying to remember and, mm. and stuff like that because it was considered yeah. normal and yeah. Uh, yeah, but if, no, but in all honesty, the Challenger was a tragic. It, a it tragic was event. A fucking horrendous for aeronautics. Yes. It's what it was. What made NASA have, lose all their funding, so they couldn't do much more out in space. And mm. uh, it's it's a good thing people like Elon Musk have privately funded their own space shit to do stuff. That space has been fucking wild. Like space has been wild. In you've got SpaceX launching their shit. China's just launched fucking something into space. <laughs> something. <laughs> Was no. that Huawei? Do you reckon it's a giant wiretap? Uh, yeah, it's just it's just five G in space. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's for something to the moon. It's going to the moon and it's preparing for when because we are going back soon. Yeah, um, that is um, uh, that 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 is going to be there. It's like a a care package. Yeah. So. <clears throat> also, you know the first men to walk on the moon. If mm -hmm. their shuttle hadn't worked correctly and been able to deliver them, there was a speech that was prepared by the American government um, for yeah. leaving. Um, is it Lance? Was it not Lance Armstrong? Was it Lance Armstrong? No, it's Neil Armstrong. Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin. Yeah, Buzz Aldrin. Um, there was a speech prepared by the American government uh, that would be told to the public in the event that they couldn't make it back and their ship was left um, on the moon. Yeah, well, this is the thing with Apollo 13. They had to recreate... The, well, they had to basically recreate that speech because if you haven't seen the film Apollo 13, um, mm. go and watch it. Tom Hanks and, and fucking Kevin Bacon, they're, they're in it. It's, it's a fucking great film to watch. Yeah. Um, but the disaster was um, they spooled the tanks, which allowed air to flow through the engines and kind of give it a bit of a jump start. Doing that, there was a loose wire and it caused a, an explosion and they started leaking oxygen into space. Uh, mm -hmm. Very, very big issue, obviously. You will fucking perish. Very yeah, quickly. you will die, yes. So No air in space. They big, were, big, big they, problem. They couldn't. They shut down the fuel cells because that's where they thought it was coming from. Didn't work, so now they were out of like half of their engines. And uh, uh, they were thrown off course. And because of this wire that had faulted, it shorted almost all the electrics. And they couldn't turn it back on. Uh in the normal way because it would short out the system and then they wouldn't be able to turn the oxygen back on mm. uh so they had to adapt in this very small literal like uh, i want to say no bigger than a prison cell uh yeah of a, of a cabin and then a small hallway and then another prison cell which was the lunar lander which they had connected with that was yeah. all they had going and that was all they were going to be able to use and it was a disaster because they thought, well, they've got no fuel. They can't land on the moon now. How are we going to make it back in time without them suffocating to death? 
and luckily the American government managed to get them back safe and sound. Um, and it was this was before Challenger. Um, this was quite a bit before Challenger. This was just after the uh, the man had walked on the moon, and yeah, it was, it was very good they averted it, but um, I can't really remember the details. So uh, go and watch the film. It, it was a great film. I really recommend it. Great movie. Top top film. Top film. Oh God. Is that our time? Uh, we got a couple of minutes left. Oh, all right, fair enough. We could call it if you want. Um, yeah, yeah, let's call it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, that, that was a good episode. It was kind of a well quicker than I expected, honestly. Yeah, 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 that, for that, sure. That went super fucking quick. Mm. Um, but now uh, we hope you enjoyed our episode of space and what was the and video game reviews. Yeah, uh, and yeah. fucking Big Bird blasting out <laughs> into the The tragic death. Of Big oh, Bird. rip Big Bird! You'll Big be forever in Big our Bird. hearts. Yeah, uh, but no, thank you all for listening so much. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed it. Um, we're gonna try and churn quite a few of these out as possible. Uh, they're really yeah, fun to make. Uh, Brandon's company is always a pleasure to have. And uh, yours, mate. And the, the stuff we talk about, uh, yes, it's going to be random. Uh, this will be. This is going to be disclaimered everywhere. We will definitely be sidetracked, like fucking Big Bird. Talking about a very, <laughs> very serious aeronautical incident, and then yeah, well, I mean, Brandon's ultimate it's a, it's Big Bird death timeline comes in. <laughs> it's a, it's a worthy note. It was. It was. It was hilarious. But you'll you'll see shit like that. And uh, if it's not for you, then it's not for you. But uh, we really hope gen- we entertain yeah. you. I had a blast. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm not kidding. I'm going to double down. Go- no, go fuck yourself. Uh, this isn't for you. Fucking great. Yeah, we hope you enjoyed. Uh, if you liked it, feel free to share it with your friends. Uh, subscribe, hit the bell, uh, and give us a thumbs up. Let us know what you think. Reach out to the comments, to, to Twitter. Um uh, we're always listening, and uh, w- uh, hell, we may even uh, read your funny incidents or uh, or tragic deaths. <laughs> tragic tragic <laughs> events if, on uh, our podcast, and yeah, we might laugh at you if there is a situation in which... We are sorry in advance. Yeah. But yeah our uh, condolences. But yeah. also, if it was funny, it was funny. Fucking lol, am I right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thank you all for watching. We'll see you next time. Take care, yeah, everyone. Until next time. Bye-bye.